0: hey there and welcome to your pocket sailing instructor i'm penny caldwell and i have been a sailing coach for over 25 years now i'm here to help you reach your sailing goals whether you're looking for gear reviews safety tips or just some fun sailing stories this podcast will have it all your pocket sailing instructor is an educational and fun podcast about all things sailing I plan on releasing weekly episodes every Thursday to help you end off your week on a high note. So grab your coffee and join me for your weekly dose of all things sailing. Hey there, happy Thursday. I hope you are having a great week. I'm a little bit late with this episode. I apologize, but I wanted to make sure it was polished and ready for you. This week, we are diving into a little bit more about safety gear. As you guys know, that's one of my passions, making sure that everybody is safe and having fun out there, and gets home safely at the end of the day. So today we're going to start talking about PFDs, life jackets, tethers, I might talk a bit about heaving lines and life rings and just kind of some of the different aids that we use on the boat uh, or that we wear ourselves. Uh, specifically to assist us with floating or crew overboard recovery. And I'm going to talk a bit about, um, well, more, I should say, than the other things uh, about life jackets and PFDs. So what are the differences? How do you know which one to get for yourself? Depending on the type of sailing that you're doing, where do you purchase a good uh, life jacket or PFD? What kinds of things do you want to look for? And I'm also going to give you some of my personal pro tips on how to um add some accessories or how to soup up or whatever, bling bling your PFD so that it uh, does all of the extra things that you would like it to do um, for you. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode and off we go. All right, so we're going to start off talking a little bit about some of the differences between a PFD and a life jacket. A lot of us just use the term life jacket kind of overall when we're talking about uh, putting on our flotation device when we're on the boat. But there is actually a difference between uh, a personal flotation device, PFD, and a life jacket. So PFD actually tends to be the type of uh, jacket flotation jacket that a lot of us wear out on the boat uh, a vest so that's like a kayaking vest Um, I'll put a bunch of different photos up on my uh, show notes at sailnelson.com but you'll be very familiar with them as soon as you see it so PFD is what most of us wear when we are out on the boat and just like the name it is a personal flotation device so what that means is that if you land in the water and you're unconscious and you're face down you are going to stay face down floating in the water. So this jacket will only help you float. However, if you are wearing a life jacket, a proper life jacket, and you land in the water unconscious and you're face down, the life jacket should flip you over so that you will be face up in the water. I say should because like everything else in life, there's no guarantees, um, but they are designed uh, with that in mind. So a life jacket We'll have more flotation around the back of the head uh, and around the neck that comes up behind your behind your neck, basically to support your head. So if you think of like, you know, the old super inflated Titanic life jackets, kind of like a key ring look. They're super, super bulky um, and quite uncomfortable. And so that is the primary reason why PFDs were developed, uh, because it was just found that boaters were not wearing any type of flotation device because the life jackets were so big and cumbersome and they were really getting in the way when people were doing their activities out on the boat, whether they're fishing or sailing, power boating, whatever they're doing, uh, they just weren't comfortable enough. So people weren't wearing them. So in an effort to promote safe boating and to have more people wear a flotation device, uh, personal flotation devices were created. So for myself, I really enjoy using uh, wearing kayak type inflation Oh, sorry, not inflation, uh, PFDs. So I use Salus Marine, but I have a few Mustang um, ones as well. And I like to try out different types too, just to see what I like. And I'm going to talk about accessories and stuff like that in a little bit here. But uh, the primary thing that you're looking for for your PFD is that it's comfortable. You want to have a nice bright color. Make sure the zippers or any buckles or anything are easy for you to do up. Uh, or to undo if you need to get in or out of it. Um, And just making sure as well, when you look inside the PFD itself, there will be a label in there that gives you a bunch of information about the PFD and who has approved the PFD. So uh, when you're boating in Canada, for instance, you want to make sure that the PFD is approved by Transport Canada. Uh, If you're boating in the U.S., your PFD will be approved by the U.S. Coast Guard. And it's important to know that when you are boating in different countries, you need to uh, be aware of and use the safety gear that is uh, approved for that particular country. So some people, if they are boating on the coast and they're going between the border between Canada and the U.S., I have heard of Canadian Coast Guard giving tickets to people who have U.S. Coast Guard approved PFDs. Uh, instead of the Canadian approved ones. I find that a little bit hard to believe. Um, But, you know, if they are going to be sticklers about the rules, technically, when you're boating in Canadian waters, you should have a Canadian approved uh, PFD. So just food for thought on that one. Now, a life jacket, like I mentioned, is a bit different in that it has more um flotation around the back of the head and it also tends to usually have a little bit more flotation in the front as well. So some of the newer life jackets that have been created are uh, inflatable life jackets and uh the nice thing with those is that they pack down into a very um small um, I guess small package, I don't even know what to call it, but a small vest, I guess you could say, um, which makes them a lot more comfortable for for wearing. So I find that over the years, people are definitely wearing their PFDs or life jackets more because uh, different companies are coming up with much more comfortable options for us. So the inflatable life jackets, there's a really great one. Mustang has been making them for years, really nice and comfortable. They have several different designs. Again, try to get your hands on them and try them on. And I will talk about where and when you can do that. But, um, another one, uh, that you can use as well, um, is called, uh, spin lock. That's the one that I have. So I have a spin lock vest. I bought that when I was doing the Vic Maui, uh, boat delivery, bringing a boat back to Victoria. Um, and I found it really comfortable to wear and, uh, yeah, so I will talk also about accessories, but. Basically, what you want to do is have a look at the type of boating that you're doing, whether you are boating uh, during the day or if you're doing any night type boating. Um, You want to take a look at how far you are from shore or how far you might be from help. And you also want to take a look at, you know, the comfort level overall of, you know, what activities you're doing on the boat. So if you are racing, for instance, you're going to be moving around on the boat a lot more. So you might need something that is a little less cumbersome. Whereas if you're just cruising and you're you know, sitting around and relaxing on the boat a little bit more, not as much movement going on, potentially you could get away with something that is a little bit more cumbersome, a little bit more padding to it. So for myself, um, I have about three different PFDs and life jackets combined. I have about three that I use depending on the type of sailing that I'm doing and where I am uh, doing my sailing. So, like I mentioned, your uh, life jacket is inflatable. Uh, The most, most newer designs are inflatable and there are kind of two options as far as your inflation mechanism, I guess you could say. So one is an automatic inflating life jacket. And basically that means you end up in the water uh, and your jacket will inflate itself. So the nice thing with that is you do not need to be conscious to pull anything or blow up anything. The downside with that is that if it does not inflate on its own and you are unconscious, then you're definitely in trouble. So uh, that one, uh, that's the one that I have on my vest. Uh, I decided to go with that one because the other thing that those vests will also have, and they actually all have, is an inflation tube. So if for some reason your CO2 cartridge is not uh, firing and your life jacket is not inflating. You always will have a manual override to do that. So you can actually just blow into the straw and, um, blow up the life jacket yourself. So obviously you need to be conscious to do that, but that's an extra option. And the other option or the other type of inflatable life jacket that you will have, uh, is called a manual inflation. And what you have to do is you basically pull a pull cord and that pull cord will, um, inflate the jacket for you. So it it will have the CO2 cartridge go off, everything inflates, off you go. And again, you will have the straw so that if it does not inflate for whatever reason, maybe your cartridge is no good, maybe it wasn't installed correctly, it's expired, it's leaking, whatever, uh, you're able to use that straw to inflate the life jacket yourself. So for myself, like I mentioned, I have a SpinLock life vest. I think it's their deck vest it's called. Uh, I purchased that about, wow, four, five years ago, already five years. Um, Every season, what I do is I open up my life jacket and I manually inflate. I use the straw to inflate the uh, bladder so that I can make sure I don't have any new holes, tears, anything that's breaking down. I leave it inflated for 24 hours to make sure I don't lose any pressure in it. Um, And then from there, I always check my CO2 cartridge. So there's a little window and it shows you if it has been put in properly and it's charged and ready to go. So I always check that as well. And then just other little checks I do as far as making sure the zippers are working correctly. Um, Again, no rips or tears. All my buckles are working well. Plastic's not wearing out. That kind of thing. So there's a little bit more maintenance or a little bit more upkeep, I would say, that is involved with a life jacket, but again, it is used for a different type of sailing. So for me, I use my inflatable vest when I'm offshore um, or if I'm doing some longer passages or sometimes if it's really hot out and I want to wear something that is a little bit cooler uh, than having a full PFD on, then I will use my, my life jacket. So just some thoughts there about the life jacket. Now we're going to have a look here at some of the upgrades or some of the things that you could add to your life jacket or to your PFD to make it a little more um, user. I don't want to say user friendly because they're all the same, but just some accessories that could be helpful to have uh, on the boat. So one thing that I have on my, Uh, Life jacket is I have a knife. So I believe I've talked about this knife in my previous couple of my previous episodes. It's a very simple, simple climbing knife. It's in episode one, actually, my top 10 gifts. I think it's in that one. Um, It's a very simple climbing knife. I used to always keep a Leatherman on me, uh, but I find that if I have too many different Uh, knives and doodads and doohickeys to uh, choose from and fumble with when I'm in an emergency situation, the more likelihood something might not go right. So in this case, all I needed was a really good sharp knife, uh, a little bit of a serrated edge so that if I need to cut any kind of ropes, if I get tangled up in a sheet or God forbid, like a halyard, whatever, um, I can definitely use my knife quickly, opens up I can use it to cut whatever I need to. So, um, I have that on my vest. It's on like a little bungee type of strap, um, that just, Kind of, and there's actually a spot where I can tuck it into my vest, so that's really helpful. Um, But yeah, so I have that on my vest. The other thing I didn't talk about actually is uh, we call them crotch straps. There's probably other names for them, tethers. But when you have a life vest, um, a life jacket, you should an inflatable one, sorry, uh, you should have some sort of crotch strap that goes between your legs and back up to the jacket. They have found that sometimes when the jacket inflates, it will pop right up over somebody's head. So the way to stop that from happening is to make sure that you have a crotch strap. So that is, um, I guess you could put that under the accessory um, category, but it is something that I believe is coming standard now with a lot of the inflatable life jackets. So just something to think about there. So uh, first added thing I have on my life jacket is a good knife. To cut stuff. The next thing that I have, and this will often come on many of them when you purchase them, but is a good whistle. So I have a good Fox 40 whistle. I keep it on the outside of the jacket, and I actually also have that on um, one of those round kind of keychain things. It's like a coil keychain, plastic. Uh, You can get them at the dollar store or whatever. Um, So I keep it on one of those, and basically that that's. Helpful because if my jacket inflates, the keychain, the plastic coil will expand. So my life jacket can still inflate while the whistle is still attached to the jacket, if that makes sense. I'm trying to describe that properly. Um, so, yeah, having a whistle attached is a key. And a lot of times there will be a whistle tucked into the life jacket itself, but definitely something to check out. Another thing that I have um, that comes standard with the life jacket is a light, a crew overboard light. So I actually have this crazy antenna thing that kind of pops up over my head and it blinks and it goes off. It is not in any way connected to a GPS on the boat or anything like that. So it is is its own separate light. Um, You can get crew overboard beacons that you would wear. Uh, but that's getting into, you know, more advanced sailing, offshore type sailing, that kind of thing. So I don't want to go down that rabbit hole today. Um, keeping it a little bit more simple, but um, just having a little light, it could even be a um, headlamp. If you wanted to, you could put a headlamp on there. Um, but yeah, that just giving you a little bit of a, an extra light for seeing things. Um, another thing that you could keep inside your life jacket, uh, could be a little signal mirror. Um, some of the search and rescue groups out here will give out little plastic. They're pretty small and they're, again, they're they're plastic. They're not hard, so they're not going to puncture anything, uh, but they are a reflective kind of mirror, reflective surface. So that's something that you could tuck into your life jacket well, as well, just to give it a little bit of an extra something, something. And one of the last things that I like to do with my life jacket and also um, I will be doing this with I just bought a whole bunch of new PFDs for this season for my students. Very exciting. Uh, But one of the things I'm going to do to upgrade those PFDs as well is uh, use some reflector tape. And I like to put reflective tape across the um, back of the life jacket. So up around kind of where the head is. And I also like to put a couple strips down the front, but up towards closer to the shoulder area. Because if you think about when somebody is in the water and floating in the water, there's really not a lot um, that is above water. If anything, with a life jacket, you will have that inflated portion behind your head that is definitely up above the water. So that's why I like to put reflective pieces of tape on there. And again, a lot of the life jackets will come with that standard, but if not, definitely a good thing to add. Um, So I also like to do that with the PFD just so that, again, I've got an extra bit of reflection. um, So if I need to find somebody, I can. So uh, the other thing that I do with all of our PFDs and life jackets, regardless, is I label them. So making sure that a name phone number is on there just so that everybody can kind of keep track of everybody's gear. Uh, but those are a couple of extra things that I like to add specifically to life jackets. So I have a knife, I have reflective tape, I have a light, um, I have a whistle and I think that's that's about all that. I have. And then there's also that manual inflation tube. And if you want to get fancy and you're offshore, then you would look into crew overboard lights as well. So similar for the life jackets for PFDs, uh, very similar thing. So for my students, for my PFDs, and even actually at home, like, you know, we have our PFDs, we go kayaking and stuff like that. Again, uh, we use the Salus Marine life jacket or PFDs, I should say. See, I'm, I'm already interchanging the words too. <laughs> um, so our PFDs are Salus Marine. They are a kayak fit, which means that they are a bit shorter in the body. So again, it's a little bit more comfortable or a lot more comfortable when you're sitting the, uh, le- uh, the PFD will not ride up on you. So on those PFDs, uh, same thing. I have a whistle that is on the zipper. Um, my, I don't give my students or my kids knives, <laughs> but I do have uh, a little knife that I will put on my jacket when I am uh, heading out on my own. So I just clip it onto one of the side pockets or one of the side straps. So I do carry a knife on me when I'm out. Uh, reflective tape, like I mentioned with the life jacket, I like to put a little bit of reflective tape up near the shoulder, back of the head type of area, where as high as I can get it basically. Um, because you don't need a ton of light to be able to pick up that reflection. So, uh, if you do have somebody, maybe it's foggy or really windy, um, or, um, rainy. So any kind of, um, reduced visibility, having a little bit of reflective tape on there makes a huge, huge difference. So, um, that's something that I do with our PFDs as well. So let's talk briefly about when you should be wearing your PFDs um, or your life jacket. So I'm going to kind of go back to using these interchangeably at this point. Uh, I am a firm believer that within the next five to 10 years, legislation is going to be changed to make wearing some sort of flotation device mandatory. Uh, When you're out on a boat, they're going to become like seatbelts, basically, in my opinion. And with the um, increase in the kind of types of of flotation devices. And there's just all kinds of new products being made constantly. So I feel like we are headed towards uh, a space of having some really cool and really helpful tools uh, for safety. So that's my sidebar. I'm not sure why I wanted to get into that. But um, yes, when we're going to wear our PFDs and life jackets. So My general rule of thumb when I'm teaching uh, or when we're doing a course, we wear them the entire time. That's more my insurance provider, but really I'm more comfortable with that because I'm teaching people how to move around the boat and, you know, there's kind of a lot of new things going on. Um, So it is a higher potential, I would say, for somebody to, you know, could have an issue and potentially fall off the boat, God forbid. Um, then after that, if I'm sailing, let's say I head up with the family. So if we have reduced visibility, we're sailing at night or we're sailing in really rough weather, definitely PFDs are on. If I am out sailing by myself, PFD is on. And anytime in between where I am unsure, my PFD is pretty much on. So those are kind of the general rule of thumb as far as when you should be wearing them. If you're thinking in your head, gee, should I put this on? You probably should already be wearing it. Um, another thing that I was going to talk about on this episode a little bit is tethers. So a tether is, um, something that we use. It has usually at least one length of line. And it basically, we have two clips on either end and the tether, the whole point of the tether is to have one end attached to you. So it would be attached to uh, either a spot on your life jacket. They will come in, come with built-in harnesses, or you would be wearing a a specific tether harness. Uh, And again, I'll put some photos on the website too, but, uh, and then the other end also has a big carabiner on it and that clips to the boat itself. So the idea with the tether is that it will keep you attached to the boat. It does not stop you from falling off of the boat. Um, So if you do end up falling overboard, you could end up being dragged along beside the boat. I'm not going to get into some of the debates about that right now, but uh, that's a really bad situation. (laughs) So um, with the tether, what I do for my tether, I actually have two lengths of tethers that I use. So I have one clip on me personally that is attached to my, um, my harness. And then I have a short tether that I can use when I'm just sitting in the cockpit, for instance, or if I'm steering, it clips on. So I'm not really moving around. So I'm probably within, it's about a two foot long like stretch. So I'm just a couple feet away from the boat. So I'm attached that way. I'm nice and secure. And then I have a longer tether line that will get clipped on when I am actively moving around the boat. So uh, normally on boats, we would have something called jack lines, and you would clip your tether to the jack line, which runs from the bow to the stern, uh, unimpeded. The idea with the tether and the goal with the tether is that you are not clipping, unclipping and reclipping as you're moving around the boat. Every time that you unclip yourself, you open yourself up to the possibility of falling off of the boat while not being clipped on and off you go so um, the idea with the tether again is to keep you attached to the boat so the ideal is not having to detach it very often so i'm not going to get too too much into tethers because um, that is something that definitely is worn when you're offshore Uh, or doing overnight type passages, probably not something uh, for you guys being uh, intro to boaters or day boaters and and stuff like that, probably not something that you will have on your boat. But if you are interested in thinking about uh, potentially using a tether, you need to make sure that either the life jacket that you have, I don't know of any PFDs that come with tether harnesses, but I you can look into that because with the upgrades and safety gear, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that is available now. Um, so have a look at that, but you do need to have some sort of uh, tether harness to, co- to connect to on yourself. So you want that to be nice and and tight and cozy, and that goes underneath your uh, PFD. So that's on the underneath of your PF- PFD, as close to your body as you can put it. And then uh, the other part of the tether traditionally just one longer tether works just fine. Some people will put knots in it to make it a bit shorter, whatever. you work with whatever you have. Uh, But the other end of the tether, you would find secure spots on the boat to clip yourself in. So um, I won't get into that too much, but that's just a little bit about tethers. So really, at the end of the day, your PFD and your life jacket, they are a key piece of safety gear for you while you're out boating. They should fit you properly and you should have one for each person on the boat and it should fit them properly. So a lot of these uh, PFDs come with all kinds of different adjustments that you can make. So you don't necessarily need to be buying, you know, 15 different PFDs because you have 15 different family members that like to come out with you. Uh, You can probably use some of those PFDs for other people. So, as far as taking care of your PFD, if it gets wet, you want to hang it up in a nice cool place out of direct sunlight. If you do have them out in the sun, you will see that the colors start to fade. Uh, there are many, many different colors that are approved now. It used to be uh, back in the good old days that it was just orange, red, or yellow. Uh, but now you can you can get camouflage, you can get dark blue, you can buy black. So obviously, uh, there are some concerns with a lot of those colors because you will not be seen. So for safety purposes, I always recommend uh, that you purchase one that is nice and bright. We actually have um, one of my, uh, mine that I have, my PFD is bright, bright lime green. That was a fun color. Uh, One of my daughters has bright, bright pink. So uh, there's lots and lots of different bright colors that you can also get as well. Um, So as far as if it gets wet, hang it up. If it is dirty and you feel like you need to clean it, um, ideally just start off with some water and see how that does getting off whatever it is you're trying to get off. And otherwise you could use a very mild soap as well. Um, So that's another thing that you could use to try and uh, scrub off any kind of dirt or stain or anything like that, but definitely don't use harsh chemicals, bleaches or anything like that. That will just break down the actual flotation that is inside of the vest. You don't want to ever use them as cushions So uh, sometimes you'll see people sitting on them. If you find that people are uncomfortable and they're wanting to sit on them, maybe you should get yourself a couple outdoor cushions uh, from Walmart or whatever. That will be way more economical for you than having to replace a $250 PFD. Every time somebody sits on it, because unfortunately, when they're sitting on them, it does break down the flotation and it can also move the flotation. And if the flotation becomes off balance within the jacket, then you could end up with some issues as far as, you know, you're trying to swim or you're trying to do the help position or move around or something, and you just can't quite quite do it because the left side of your jacket is packed full of flotation and the right side hardly has any. So, um, you know, it's difficult enough up here in Canada, trying to swim and move around in our wonderfully cold water. Uh, mind having a PFD that's kind of shimmying around on you. So just something to think about there as well. Um, and when do you replace it? So, um, for me, most of the time our jackets are, are, you know, in pretty good condition. They last a good, you know, I have some jackets that we're still using for the school that are about five years old. So for me, um, I find the colors fade the fastest. After that, zippers start to go and buckles start to break. Uh, But because we don't use them as seat cushions or anything like that, the flotation in them tends to last quite a while. Um, I still have one of my PFDs from when I used to race dinghies when I was a teenager. It doesn't fit me anymore, but anyways, I still have it and it still works. So uh, provided you take care of them, they can last a very, very long time. But if I were to start seeing uh, rips in the fabric, if any type of flotation is starting to come out, um, or if the flotation is really breaking down, then to me that is time to replace. So uh, they should last you a while if you take care of them, keep them out of the sun, keep them dry, all that good stuff. Uh, But you might find that after a while you do have to uh, replace them. All right. So I mentioned I was going to talk about heaving lines and life rings. I think I'm going to save that for when I do a crew overboard episode coming up in a little bit here. Um, I'm going to talk about different crew overboard methods and different tools and techniques that you can have on your boat that will help you recover someone who has fallen off the boat. So I'm going to save that for for that episode and I'm going to end this one here. So hopefully you found some um, helpful information as far as figuring out... Uh, what type of flotation device is right for you based on the boating that you're doing. Whether you're day sailing or you're a little more intense and you're looking to head offshore or maybe a little bit further from land, you might be thinking about looking at a life jacket instead of a personal flotation device. And uh, yeah, just making sure that you keep them in good working order. Try to inflate your life jacket each year to make sure the bladder is still working for you. Make sure your CO2 cartridge has not expired and it's installed properly. And as always, get out there and have all kinds of safe fun. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.